We're rolling. Nice to see you guys. Yeah. And you. It's nice to see Shane. I'm back. Up and about. Yep. Yeah. It's everybody's nice to be up and about. Everybody's seeing everybody. We're all we're all in here together. We're like a we're like a team. Team sort of, of yeah. well. Team of rivals. What I was gonna right, say yeah. team of rivals. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good book. Well, I mean, I'm assuming you had a good um, bro- bro- brotherhood growing up together. Like, oh yeah, Kevin no. mostly didn't like me when we were growing up. Yeah, that's yeah. when it was a team of rivals. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've come around. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, there's we're a, taller. There's a there's a not there's an e there's a very uneasy detente. I remember I thought it was kind of weird when you started being nice to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was about like 18 or 19, and we just started hanging out as buds. And yeah. I was like, are you going to hit me yet? <laughs> there's, there's, there's still time. I would love to see that happen to this day. It happened plenty back in the day. But Yeah, he was, Ryan was an instigator, and I was not as patient as I've learned how to be. That's, that's probably true. <coughs> now we've got it all figured out. I see that, yeah. Well, it's nice to be back with you guys. I've had some persistent back problems in the last few weeks that have kept me from being able to sit down and record and stuff. I don't even know how much you guys have recorded. Uh, you know what? I, so I always think whenever anybody has back problems, and this is probably just my own issue, but uh, I always think of like clever names for chiropractors. In those Go situations. on. That is definitely your own, but it'd be your own thing. It'd be, it'd be like, um, let's get this straight. Or, uh, you know, it's like, it'd be like, if you Man, had... that is such a Kevin Newsom like all the like goofy joke. things people name hair salons. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's like, it's like you run out of things that you could call barbershops, and the guy's like, oh, well, we could do a whole bunch with chiropractors. So that's kind of what I think it, about, rather than your health. In my hometown, uh, this uh, man and woman, man and woman couple, uh, had a... <laughs> they were friends of mine. Adult humans? <laughs> adult human couple. Yeah, I know. I'm the alien... That's in here now. <laughs> like, how do you say it? Um, they, you know, they were friends of my dad's, and they had a. Um, also, coffee shops have the great punny titles. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. How Daily grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they. So anyway, they they had a um, they had a, a salon, and I get where the pun comes from, but also it just sounds gross to me. Like it was called Hair Brains. Uh, like I just yeah. imagine, like like somebody <laughs> shot somebody in the head and some there's just, brains and there's brains involved. In the, See, I, yeah. It actually it actually took me years to figure out that it came from hairbrained because it was so gross. You know, it just occurred to me that when I was in high school in Houston, I got my hair cut. Uh, this really nice like gay couple, and the younger one cut hair, and the older one like ran like an antique store on the same property, but it was called Gaslight. Which I don't know if it's still around, but like that was a movie back in the day. But you know what that means now? Yeah, right? well, that's where that that's where the term came from. I've never somebody. actually seen the movie, but it's, I've seen it's the like movie. convincing somebody they're crazy, I guess. But right, and that's what like the whole evil shit. About. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're here for something else. All right, let's do something. All right, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Mark. I'm Shane. This is somebody likes it. Hey Mark, wasn't uh? Um, hey Kevin, wasn't wasn't this week your problem? Oh wait, there are new things going on. 
Well, you sort of. News? Shane, Shane, you had some news. You're oh, not watch. really. It was Celebrity Death Watch. Joao Gilberto died on July 6th, and I'm... Oh, like father of Bossa Nova? Well, not really, but yes. Well, that's um, how it was tagged to me. He I, was the father of the Bossa Nova, that, that style of singing, um, but most of the songs that... Um, that he made famous, like Girl from Ipanema and, you know, et al., uh, are all, uh, th- they're from different composers, but he is the person that, that primarily made that, style. That, that style of singing. What, yeah. what, what uh, Harry Belafonte is to Calypso, this guy is to Bossa Nova? Probably so. He and Tom Jobim, or Antonio Carlos Jobim, but how you get Tom out of that, I don't know, but that was, that was sort of his nickname. Anyway, I'm like, Dumb huge, Americans. huge, I know. No, shut up. Yeah. Huge fan of his music. Huge fan of his work. I mean, he was 88. It wasn't like it was... He didn't get hit by a bus? No. No, he may have, though. <laughs> Let's yeah. be clear. You could still get hit by a bus at 88. That's right. Yeah, it's true. He was a famous recluse, and he hasn't been around really in public, in the public eye for years and years and years. And so years. probably not hit by a bus. Then. People well, said J.D. Salinger was a recluse, but really, like, everybody in town maybe. knew him. Uh, well, I think that's different. Th- I mean, also, J.D. Salinger lived in a tiny town, and, you know, so I don't think it's that way. You could still be a recluse and go shopping. I suppose. Do I you have know. to wear a bathrobe to do it, though? That would be funny if you saw somebody <laughs> yeah. doing that, just like Peter shopping. Peter Buck wore pajamas for a year back in the 80s. Well, I mean, I, I, can't, I got him beat because, um, you know, the uh, <clears throat> the person that's, I was going to say sounded, that founded Playboy, Hugh Hefner, wore pajamas for per about his 40 entire adult years. life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so. A guy lived breezy, I guess. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was just a little, I just wanted yeah, to mention him. So the, the other thing was, um, and this is, I don't, you know, I mean, this I kind of, it's kind of news. Um, at a Paul McCartney show in LA, he brought Ringo up. So it's like, it's half a Beatles half reunion. Yeah. Th- yeah. Like, the that's only two that are available. Like That's true, but it's did, still cool. Did they play yeah. Octopus's Garden? <laughs> yes. It was uh, <laughs> Yellow so Submarine. <laughs> yeah. All the, it was a litany of Ringo hits. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ringo yeah. was the oldest Beatle. I always found that funny for some reason. He was okay. a hairdresser. I, I do know that. Well, he wanted to save his money up. Like, that's, that was and his buy like, a salon. goal. And, and buy a salon. Right. See, it all comes back. I bet I, he could afford a salon still. I'm pretty sure he could. I'm pretty he owns sure like that several uh, Fantastic Sam's franchises in the Sun Belt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he owns like you know we should pitch him hair brains. That's what we should do with the future of that salon. I just love to hear that in a Lily Pudlin accent. Like, oh, do it. Ryan can do it. All right. So, uh, record, record. Oh, yeah. Okay. Before we start with this record. Since I haven't been around in a while and I didn't know who picked this, just would like to ask who the sadist at this table <laughs> God was damn that, right, man. that picked this. <laughs> yeah. It w- mm. Yeah. It was pretty bad. I'm, gu- I'm, gu- <laughs> I'm guessing it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was me. Um I, I thought that there was there was absolutely no way that this band could truly, truly be a one hit wonder. Dude. It was, and the first song was the only good goddamn yeah. song. I know. It's like it's like a going to a concert, and they whatever they just they blew their lot of they, lod. They I can't speak tonight. Apparently, <laughs> it's like, blew no, their lod. <laughs> 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 it's like the whatever the 
the spade joke where he said that he saw the Eagles and they opened with Hotel, Hotel California. California. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, but but like with with Space Hog, like that literally that's is it. their cat, like their whole catalog. And I thought it was kind of funny. Like uh, the thing, the joke that I've been kind of kicking around all week was like, what if we did this whole like show and we just never brought up in the meantime that as well yeah, yeah i yeah. definitely thought of that and like i even went and listened to their three other lps why and what is wrong with well, you? well i did i skimmed them I <laughs> thank you for having a strong through. of a reaction but to it <laughs> than as i did but i think there's nothing on shingles. there dude so a couple things occurred to me um Remember, like when Napster came out and Bear Share and LimeWire, all that shit, oh, and everybody yeah. would justify their piracy by saying, "Because I bought so many records for that one song, and then the rest of it was a giant turd." This is that record yeah. that everybody yeah, was yeah. justifying their piracy for. It is a giant turd. There, you? There, you know, the, the the sad thing about it. Is, okay, well, there are moments of hooks, like in some of these songs, remember. Where I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty good hook, but then and I'm, then he'll sing. But then he'll sing. So right, and so that's what I was gonna go with, you know. And I told I told Skylar this tonight on my way over here, um, and she was like, oh, I love that record, you know, blah blah blah. When I was in high school, and I was like, no, you didn't. You loved. You she loved goes, one song. And she was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and so this so this is the way I would describe his voice. He gets really into it, like like a small town singer that wants to be a rock star gets into it. Oh yeah. But uh, li- that's live performance and he's doing this on a recorded performance. It's like super over emotive. This big so bad. <laughs> um so can I let me I feel like it's it, we also should mention at the beginning of this uh you know hour long flogging of this record that uh that we have talked about the single from this band before it came up. We did it on one of the mixtape shows. Yes, it came up. We did a one hit wonders mixtape show. Um, go back in the Wayback machine or also did look somebody on the pick this. I did. Okay. Yeah. And so anyway, I pulled my review of that song that we, that we posted in our write ups and I haven't, I hadn't read it in like over whatever. It's a couple of it's years. It's been a while. Like yeah. Or something, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and it goes like this. This is, this is my take on in the meantime. Uh, not that we'll cover that song if you're listening. Uh, we says we marvel at a world that makes it possible for a New York by way of Leeds professional rat catcher can't uh, ma- that makes it possible for a New York by way of Leeds professional rat catcher to form a band with other Leedians or Leedites or whatever that doesn't seem right. And how occasionally songs can constitute one high point of a band sound upon fir- or sound. Upon first listen, like the very best a band can do. In the case of this track, this was Space Hog's swing for the fences, and they ended up with some big tour undercards because of it. Shane marvels at this is uh, hearkening back to what you had to say. Shane marvels at the lyrical genius, while Ryan recalls his Google search reply. You search for Space Hog, one word. Did you mean Space <laughs> Space Hog? I <laughs> 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 said, ponder that for a while. So anyway, the point being is like I think. You know, this is another one of those. You know who would have really been screwed? Like, what if, what if this had been a um, bittersweet symphony type situation, mm-hmm. and the Rolling oh, and Stones they didn't even figured paid out for it? How to like <laughs> steal that one song? Like, this band would be working real jobs. Yeah, like, 
I don't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't they listen. They might be. I right. They might be. They, yeah. Um, dude, the I mean, what they put out an album recently? They put out an album. What was it called? Like the Chinese album. Okay, number yeah, one. The, that was their second record. That yeah. was their second. I mean, it's got like yeah. you know cultural appropriated like. Chinese symbols and a Chinese yeah. baby doll. Is it on dangerous? The, is it super dangerous? I guess so, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. Well, so. okay, so the single, <laughs> it's fine. It's a perfectly It's ju- pretty good. It's got good bass playing. The bass playing is great. The bass yeah. playing is great. It is. That that it does sound good. The bass but does it sound, sound good. But it, it sounds really mid-90s. Also, it's a major label record. And boy, they did not put. I, I'm guaranteeing you that album was recorded before the major label picked it up. That is not. They got signed by the same dude who signed the Ramones. That guy has broad taste. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Seymour Stein. Seymour <laughs> Stein. Yeah, he yeah. signed them. Well, I could see somebody, you know, with his. I don't know what the fuck is the name of the. The singer that married Liv Tyler, because apparently oh, Royston, he impaired he <laughs> Royston Langley, <laughs> Langdon, That's Langdon, something. yeah, Lang- you're just gonna just pick stuff. Awkward. Wait, name. wait, 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 wait. Was Royston, Royston wrong? Because you were Royston Langdon, Royston Langdon from Leeds. Yeah, that, that is sounds a very like, say that five times fast. No thanks. Here's my here's my favorite excerpt from the uh, from the Sputnik music review. They said, while Resident Alien has great songs, the record is really hindered by the other mediocre ones. <laughs> 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 and then it goes on, but that really that's all you need to know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's some really mediocre shit in here. And then when I was looking through the track listings the, for the first time that I went back and listened to this, I was like, I really hope that Cruel to Be Kind. Is was the a Nick, cover? Was the Nick Lowe cover? Yeah. yeah. It is not. No, it's, it's not. not. No. They named their song <laughs> a very specific thing that's another better song. Yeah. 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 But then the name. Aspirational. It's just, I mean, the hubris is just all over the place. Like, starting from the hubris in his voice. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like if you, if you if it's, it's like David Bowie with a guy that lives in a town of 12,000 people and knows for a fact that he's the fucking rock star that's going to come out of that town. Yeah. And a little bit of grunge stolen there. But then they, okay, so they start with by far the best song on the record. And then the second song on the record is by far the stupidest song on the record. And it's called Space Space Hog. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Green Day's got a a song called Green Day. I don't give a shit. (laughs) We're talking about Space Hog right now, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Did you mean mean fucking Space Hog? Black Sabbath had a song called Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. I'll put that in there. They had Sabbath. Well, they had the song called Black Sabbath. Yeah, that's true. I guess you're right. They just kept recycling the word Sabbath. Yeah. At the at the risk of derailing this conversation, should we play one? No. <laughs> yeah. Can can we just do an episode uh, where we don't play? Unfortunately, you do. Let let's just play that that single. At least we can. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. Start or, with or, hope. or play that space yeah. hog song. So uh, maybe we should leave that for last. It's up to okay. You. It's we'll show, make buddy. it the encore. Uh, okay, then play. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. let's just give it. <laughs> just give see Mark. Bunch of Mark shit. has nothing prepared. That's the problem. No, I. I I kind of do, but I really there's there's, there's Look, just there is no good outcome from this this episode. That's what no there is. This episode is a cautionary tale. It's a <laughs> yeah. cautionary tale so, to let people know. I was so, angry. I had to listen to this. <laughs> I, I just I was like mad. In I the didn't car. know who picked it. I literally that's why I said like who's the fucking sadist yeah. that picked this? Record? Yeah. So let's 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 start at the bottom then. Let's let's start with Space Hog. 
and it's pretty bad. Let claw away know that it can only go <laughs> go yeah. up. From Bring there. on the scar tissue. If you were to guarantee that Weird Al Yankovic would never do a parody <laughs> of your song, <laughs> oh, you, would you, would write, you would write this song. It's like preemptive. Yeah. Like just beating yeah, You're like, parody this, You know, that th- we were talking about this, like, what we were listening to. Like, the sad part about some of it I'm, is that there's actually some good musicianship. You know what? It, I think in the 90s, it was a thing where they had hidden tracks. Like, in the mid-90s, there were hidden tracks on CDs. But also there were like little interstitial like minute, minute and a half like nonsense songs that really mm-hmm. nobody ever pulled off except the Pixies. Like That's true. They could do that stuff. Like They'd, Yeah, just randomly do a song. You fucking die. <laughs> what? No, no, I was joking. I was <laughs> trying to make a joke. <laughs> what did <laughs> you say? No, like I said you fucking, fucking die. die. <laughs> they, they could pull it off. But they like did. Space Hog not really. did not pull it off. Yeah, when it says in the Wikipedia entry that they uh, recorded most of this record live in a barn in Woodstock, which was intended to give the album the, quote, immediacy of a live room recording, I was like, just sometimes a barn is just a barn. Yeah, I, I didn't, I don't know about immediacy. I me- I literally, okay, so I was driving over it's here. It's not a cor- very good of recording. Of course, listening to the record on the way over here, as, as one does. Maybe I tried to change the channel. Like I, I was just thinking about something else, and like a, one of the songs started up, and I like reached for like my radio dial, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta fucking listen to this." I'm stuck with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is not the worst record we've listened to on this show. Is it the worst uh, record that? But it's not as bad as Meatloaf. But no, Meatloaf is a slightly more entertaining. No! Slightly more entertaining in its uh, you badness. I disagree on but that. I one. now get the. The, the badge of having picked the two the two worst, worst. The two worst. <laughs> and I picked some bad ones, buddy. Yeah, you, oh, have. you have. Open you up and say all oh, was pretty. Oh, pretty you bad. did worse than that. What was the um, uh, slippery when wet? That one yeah, was, that was terrible. pretty bad. Yeah, but there's some redeeming qualities on both of those records. There's some okay hook things like even though I hate. What hate was that goddamn Canadian band that everybody hates that you picked? Um, Rush. No. <laughs> yeah, I did pick Rush. No. What? Canadian band? Yeah. Uh, they. You know, he talks about how he can write all the hooks. I just blanking on oh, his oh, name. Oh, oh, Nickelback. Nickelback. He picked Nickelback. Yeah, that was that pretty was, bad. That was, a, that that was yeah. pretty bad. There's that a certain That he said he had, he had like a, a, a mathematical formula to writing to, hooks. To write, yeah, like giant pop songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. where have they been for the last however many years? Tell you what, Space Hawk could have used some of that mathematics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there are like a lot of zeros. Dude, if you want, yeah, there's actually a track. There's actually <laughs> there a track called Zeros on here. Right. There weren't so many ones. Right. 
Well, okay, so, I, you know, I alluded to this before, and I think that why we disliked, and this is why I ultimately disliked this album so much, is that we all know some sleazy, slimy, local vocalist that sounds like the way this guy... If you mm. replaced... For not all the songs, but they're, they're, if he replaced the vocals for all the songs, I think we'd have a very different reaction to how we'd be like, this is a not uh, a great record. Mediocre. It's but, mediocre. But instead, I'm mad. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, after tonight, I won't have to deal with it anymore. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I didn't I didn't actually save this to my Spotify. I just searched for it every time because I didn't want Spotify to get the wrong idea <laughs> and start trying to like line up shit that's like this. That's a that's a new thing. I like how you're trying to coerce your electronics. I think that used to happen to Kevin like back in the day, like he would talk about uh, how you would enter in one of these albums like Slippery When Wet. And then, and then all this yeah. other Spotify needs shit. an incognito mode that's a oh yeah g- another good idea there's yeah. a lot of good ideas in this room all right let's you want to do another one yeah okay <laughs> yeah um still not gonna do the single uh I w- there was one song that i didn't hate uh other than is the it single. never coming down no it was uh the last song to be a millionaire was it likely uh i didn't think it was uh as bad as the rest of the record such a glowing gold. That's right. Confidence. That's, this, that's the pull quote going on the sticker. <laughs> Shot his mother down with a gun that he had found. Dragged her by the head And he sat her in a chair He knew that he was wrong Now all his friends are gone Terry's only care Was to be a millionaire School he played the fool And on the army road other children stare, but he would kick and pull the hair. What in the hell just happened? Well, okay, so there's that perfectly, you know, less offensive, uh, like they just listened to Give Peace a Chance and Cecilia and decided to yeah, have sure a crack about. at it. Yeah. yeah. Give uh, Cecilia and, a chance. Right. And then there's a hidden track. Well, and before, let's just say. <laughs> oh, boy. And. and uh, before you get to the hidden track, there's supposed to be like 11 minutes of silence. I don't believe that anybody in that band could have been quiet for 11 minutes. But, no. but and then uh, you yeah, were rewarded like if a, you stick around. Like a Wookiee giving birth or something? You know, <laughs> I'll stand by what I just... That's a good way to surmise that. I will stand by. I think that that hidden track is amazing oh, as it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to play some of it. Yeah, dude, it's you totally, like, totally need to. Like, I think about. that was better than almost every song on this record. <laughs> it's like you get through the whole record, and then we were entertained. They that make you true. wait to listen to something Kevin abject, like, terrible. <laughs> Kevin like choked on his nut bar. <laughs> First of all, that's not, and that is not a uh, offensive. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I started. Yeah, I started eating the candy bar right before that. 
whatever the hell that uh, experiment in failure was at the end of that record. And uh, anyway, um, give it a listen. I don't. I can only imagine what the video is like. <laughs> I wish they had made one. Uh, it's, anyway, it, was it likely? The answer is uh, no, not particularly. Yeah. That was, uh, I, but to me, I millionaire do like was that last right. song, the millionaire yeah. song, though. Like, I will, I will say this. Like, by the time I got to that, I listened to like the first, like that was the one where I checked out. I was like, no, I don't need any like mid '90s quasi folk thing here. But listening to it, yeah, like, I mean, just yeah, it's, it's not a great it's song. Fine. It's <laughs> fine, but it's so much better when he's not. No, he's got that like vibrato thing that he does, and it's just I just I it's even, grating. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't even notice that because it's so fucking you know annoying. Who like, I feel sorry for, uh, aside, from, Tyler? aside from our event, <laughs> is Liv Tyler. Tyler. Because you know, at some point in the late '90s, she was sitting in her own living room. Having to listen to him go on about that one goddamn song forever, and she's like, "Oh no, really? It's great. I promise you, it's still great." And then he brought up something else, and she probably just left. Yeah, uh, maybe, I, I'm maybe pretty that, sure that's maybe that probably ten minutes exactly at the what end there was was him after she left. Yeah. Well, right. That. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's where after unsuccessfully trying to run off the audience, that's what that sounds like. Anyway, um, thanks for. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. We got a little intermission here. Yeah, who's who's up? Who's uh, got the medal? I've got it. What are, who, what are you playing? Uh, if I said the name The Kingsman, would that mean anything to you? Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right, pick look. it up on the other side. All right. This week, uh, I'm picking a song that came to my attention in the 80s via a uh, wine cooler commercial. And that, of course, is the Kingsman's uh, uh, Louie Louie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Controversial at the time. But anyway, let's Sounds get like it. a wine cooler commercial. It was. There was huh. a bunch of people partying. Was um, John Belushi, like, putting stuff into his mouth and, like, sp- and you know, blowing food fight? Yeah, something like that. It was raucous. All right, I'll Just watch the video uh, with some very 
white people dancing. Uh, and performing. And performing. That was a stellar performance there. That was like uh, an exercise in wooden choreography. Yeah. Uh, you feel like every like African-American comedian like saw that video and then went up and you know had wrote like an hour set. of material yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of see white uh, people like, would be like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah now it's like the way the so lead singer's ha- head like his hat was perched on his head in a really weird way and i was like it's either oh, too large of a beret or too small of a captain's hat i don't know like he had something there was something <laughs> weird <laughs> i couldn't figure out that it was a hat for like the first half of the video and then i was like oh well you would have to dance like that in order to keep it on so I don't. I don't think that that was it. I think that that's how that guy dances. I but. definitely thought that the Kingsman version of that song, which is a song that's been performed countless times, sixteen hundred covers and counting, until I watched. That seems like how many. actual shitty of the musicianship was. Like as it's were, bad. They barely get through it. Yeah, except the drumming somehow. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. I mean, they're definitely <coughs> like they're they're lip syncing as it were over well, that. Sure, but, and I mean, not trying really hard to like you know be demonstrably playing their parts. I am telling you, we talked about this in the video. Um, Except for the drummer. While the video was playing. The drummer was great, but we, but not It's a on, catchy song. Not, not on, <laughs> but not on that video. I'm telling you, anybody that's listening to this in earshot, which right now would be, you know, Ryan, Kevin, and Mark, um, go back and look up. You can get it on YouTube for free, I think. The um, the Wrecking Crew documentary. The Wrecking Crew was this group of musicians in the... I think it's on Netflix, too. It's on one of the streaming services. I've seen it. It's incredible. And um, and then you find out, like, they were playing all the music for all of these artists in for so long, and then, uh, like, a paradigm shift started to happen in the early 70s where artists actually got interested in actually learning their instruments <laughs> and it was fancy I mean, that it, it's re- yeah. no it's really a weird thing like they talk about there's like well yeah we could see like the end of the rainbow like happening so what what was live performance like if these people weren't did, they didn't was care the wrecking crew actually because going at, the, out and at the time that's a big well, they just d- play like backing tracks that, no, no 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 they wouldn't go out there and play no the, the people could could play their instruments but mm. they couldn't Record them. Play their... No, no way they could record them. So they could go out there like you'd have some, you know, erstwhile 60s, four-guy, white dude pop group. You know, there's no way they could cut the track. Well, the Monkees are a good example of that. And then they would would go out... They they played all of the Monkees stuff. um, And then they would go out there, out on the road, which is where there is, was... I guess, uh, and um, the monkeys would play, but nobody cared at that point, you know, especially because they were like a teen idol sort of thing. Like people were just lots there of screaming, like, yeah, lots of people, and lots scream. of free adolescent females, I think. But but it's amazing to watch this stuff and the the people that once you go back and you put like piece to piece to piece to piece that they did, like holy fucking shit! You've been listening to this stuff your whole life, yeah. And, um, California and dreaming. These boots are made for walking. Be my baby. The beat goes on. Good vibrations. Like right off the top. That's like, just four of the like countless songs. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. incredible. To Such me. as those. But yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And the fact that they played so much of the Beach Boys stuff, and then like so one of the drummer, I can't think of his name. There were you know it was a it was kind of a col- loose collective of people. And I can't think of the drummer's name that I'm thinking of. The person I'm thinking of, I can't think of his name. Uh, he recently died within the last couple of months. 
and he played drums on a on all the Beach Boys stuff, and somebody had asked him, like, you know, was Dennis Wilson pissed off about that? And he goes, well, I don't know. You ask him. He asked me to play drums on his solo record. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean. So, so anyway. all right. Cover versions of Louis Louis, written by a guy named Richard Berry, who put out his own version in, like, 1957. But Led Zeppelin, John Lennon, Motorhead, MC5, and the Stooges. Uh, like just everybody in their Hal fucking Blaine. Brother. I just came to me. Sorry, that's the drummer. It just popped in my head. Had to say it. Sorry to interrupt you. Thank you. The Clash. Uh, anyway. Oh, and it is uh on National Lampoon's uh, Animal House soundtrack in 1978. So there you yeah. go. Well, there you, you go. Were inspired. Uh, and if you'd like to see them play it live, the Kingsmen are playing at uh, in Deadwood, South Dakota, on August 23rd. You know, I wonder how many of the original members of the Kingsmen are. Um, if I had more time to scan this article, this their webpage, which is louielouie.org. Um, <laughs> I hate know where the money's coming from. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Somewhere there's a Louie Louie Day, and there was like a, a Louie Louie Parade somewhere or something. And I'm and sure it's many different places. Yeah, anyhow. Um, so, so the Richard Berry, he actually recorded it first. Yeah. This was a cover. Oh yeah, yeah. This was a cover. Like, yeah, this he just happens to be the most. This just happens to be the one that caught on the most. Right. Uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders gave it a shot and like put out a single of it. And anyway, uh, oh, this is the one that we're that we know the that most. We're about. acquainted with, yes. But like I was saying, Mark earlier, I mean, there, there's there's a such you know you split your royalties into writing royalties and then performance royalties and performance royalties are like when. Who, whatever, at, like for example, like uh, let's say, like come together by the Beatles. Uh, anybody can buy, can can get the writing, the publishing of that song, and and do their own performance of that song, but they're not going to get any royalties out of it. But the Beatles will every time so that song is. Played. By the way, that's my least favorite Beatles song. Other oh, well, than it's just Revolution okay. Whatever. Get him started. Time, yeah. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God, we don't have that kind of time. But to your point, uh, like Aerosmith doesn't get any songwriting royalties when they played it, but they would get performance royalties. What? Come Together? Yeah. Did for they do cover. that song? Yeah, they did. It's a decent song. Why do you say this? The There's so many. I, he just doesn't do it. It just doesn't do it for me. The Kingsmen became the number one touring band in the United States. In 1965, that during a it. series of one-nighters, they set 56 consecutive attendance records in colleges, ballrooms, arenas, state fairs, and community dances. Well, who knew? Who yeah. sets records for community dances? Communities. Was it just community dances? Or like was the it like Homeowners overall Association? For like your local yes. subdivision? Yes, the HOA. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, this is on their website, right, Mark? Yeah. So LouisLouis.org. So the, the, the figures might be perhaps specious. <laughs> A little I don't inflated. know. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Maybe All it was right. tickets sold and not actual attendance. Let's go back and listen to an actually great band called oh. Space Hog. <laughs> well, good lord. Irony. <laughs> Hey, so we're talking about Space Hog. And, um,. So, I, one thing that we haven't really covered is that uh, I would kind of expect that our take on this record would be pretty universal. 
that like generally most people be like, oh, it's kind of a one hit wonder man. The rest of it's kind of garbage. That is not the general con- opinion of uh, like Critics from like this. Some somebody some, likes it. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> hey, hey. do I get my check <laughs> now? Mark yeah. Mark said the <laughs> secret phrase. Um, yeah, but. I'm getting to something, but anyway, go say what you're going to say. I was going to say, before you get into this, I yeah. want to tell you one thing. Tell like me. before, like this wasn't my first go around with this record. Yeah. In 1996, oh, yeah. my friend Rob, my roommate Rob and I went to buy The Great Escape, the Blur record. And this album was already on half off sale at like Best Buy or wherever we bought it from. And we put like we listened to that in the car like because we were g- going on a road trip, just he and I. And like three songs into it, maybe four songs into it, like we looked at each other and he's like, I don't like this as much as I like that first song. <laughs> Took it out. And that's the last time I'd ever listened to it before this. So I just wanted yeah. to say oh that. Yeah. Like, no. It's not just us in this room. It's also Rob Walker. I can <laughs> oh, call so that's I, I, I could call him. Yeah. I could call him. It's on pretty much universal. Thing. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, the four of us plus Rob. But I, but I, I bring it up because I was genuinely surprised when I looked at the reviews that I was like, I was like, seven out of ten. What the? So anyway, this is like Reader's Digest. Yeah, but how or many? Yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. How many of these people like have gone back? Highlights you know, magazine. Like, no, that's how and that's Rolling Stone goes back. Sure. Or you know, Pitchfork goes back. Well, what the the reason I bring it up? It, A because I'm just fascinated by cracks in the soul of humanity but beyond that <laughs> uh there it like the other thing is is like if you search for reviews of this record one of the things that comes up on the first page of like a google search is a site i've never heard of called kotaku and anyway there's a pretty special review of this record which i will not read all of but i'm going to share a little bit of it because it goes like this this band is pretty much david bowie meets queen the lead singer has a massive voice. The songs are dramatic anthems about sex, drugs, and outer space. It's all mixed up with killer guitar riffs and insanely catchy chorus hooks. Sounds like an amazing band, right? The kind of band that should be famous with platinum records and number one hits coming out of their ears? Question mark. And yet, while the 90s British expat rock band Space Hog was amazing, they never quite broke through. So, anyway, then he goes on to say it's a great cosmic injustice. I don't think it's any of that. But uh, well, no, I, I definitely think this, right? I definitely think this album is a great cosmic injustice. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> it, it, I wouldn't say his, poli- his yeah, publicist maybe. would be a better yeah. writer. It sounds like it was written by like a twelve-year-old boy that re- like his dad turned him on to this. You know, like I mean, it could be. Whoa, yeah. is this totally this? No, brah. Yeah. So now that's what I call music. Turn yeah. it up. I guarantee you, this band played like every Freedom radio Rock. festival. Like across the country for about a year. Sure. This I, I begrudge them. No, I begrudge. I, you. It's hard to get to a place where you're. It's true. You know, and maybe they're they're super nice chaps. I don't do know. they? That doesn't, that doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about them. We're do here they to talk fill about the community halls? <laughs> oh, I don't that's know. Breaking the, records. That's the real that's set by the Kingsman. <laughs> Consecutive <laughs> nights at community halls. Yeah. And Perhaps. bingo night. Yeah. Oh, and there was another. Well, I'll save this for a Pop little while dinners. later. But yeah. I did find. Um, I did find a New York Times review from 1996. Oh, do tell. So yeah, go on. Yeah, this is our last Space Hog segment. Uh, oh, so. okay. Well, I mean, 
Let's, let's make it stick. Ever. It says, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ever. It says pop I, review. No, we should pick the next record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go through their entire catalog. I just found <laughs> out this week they have them. Yeah, I know. That's so did they. Chinese baby. So did they. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, anyway. So, so uh, the headline is pop review, so there will always be an English rocker. I have no idea what that means. He says, um, some expatriates go native, other cling to the old homeland ways. Spakes Hog, a band of Englishmen formed in New York, revels in a British rock heritage that extends from the kinks to the clash with special attention to glam-rock. At Irving Plaza on Thursday night, the four musicians, all from Leeds, pouted and bantered in ways learned from three decades worth of English rockers. At one point, they urged fans to shout, Get on with it. <laughs> so that's would kind that be of what the fans would shout to them. I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of. Anyway, point is, is like the review's not. Frankly, I don't think it's that necessarily worthy of uh, the New York Times. Yeah, and maybe it was, you know, an accident. But uh, <laughs> but sure enough, it's yeah. still there. I don't and know if that was fit to print. Yeah. Well, so at the yeah at the but I, but I do like kind of hold it up as an example of like in the moment when people are sort of fogged by. A well, they didn't really say anything like, good. I mean, didn't say no, anything and I didn't either. read the like. I didn't go through the further paragraphs, but, but it's like gener- like it was like, you know, sort of complimentary. So. Like it wasn't it wasn't biting journalism for sure. There's no Lester Bangs going on in this review. No. no. So anyway, um, well, should we listen to one more? I mean, oh, I guess if we oh, save the we, best for last, if we do, we have to watch the video. All right. Oh, I'm not going to fucking watch the video. We already... All right, fine. All right. Whatever. All right. All right, we're going to watch the video again. Play it. Somewhere that there was like one of their those video one of their videos that kind of uh, helped to derail their career. I think it was most of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's seriously that's, that's a decent fine. video. video was it's fine. it's yeah, it wasn't that nineties. This, this is not a Billy Squire situation. No, no it was, this is, yeah, it's straight up straight up ni- mid nineties. Bunch of jump cuts and board models. Dude, that, that like, is a perfectly like, good song yeah. uh, from of the mid nineties. It occurred to me though when I was listening to, uh, to this this week. Um, this is what we thought Radiohead was going to be. You know, that... that you after, guys say that true. all the time. I've after never Creep had that came out, you know, and the that's rest true. of the record wasn't really very good. And then, and then Kevin, you played me the Benz, and I was like, right. what the fuck is this? Yeah. And Ethan Kennedy got really into that from my side of... Like, he, was, he got, for some reason, really into Pablo Honey, and I was like, I don't understand what you find in this other than Creep remotely interesting. 
But he got really into it, and then a couple years later, he's like, you got to check out the new Radiohead. And I'm like, whatever, dude. I yeah, don't think Kevin, I need to yeah, check Kevin out the new the Radiohead. put it in, and I was like, why are we listening to this fucking one-hit wonder band's next record? And then it turned out to be really, really good. Um, yeah, they were better. Yes, they, they learned. <laughs> they, 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 they got slightly <laughs> better. It's just, it's just taking Space Hog a little bit longer. That's what happens. The difference between <laughs> Give them time. Wouldn't that be awesome if like, oh, next year they, Give them time. they put out like an OK computer level genius <laughs> <laughs> work? Could happen. <laughs> 20 years down we the line. We were just like waiting to turn over 25. 25 years. Like 25 years, 25 years yeah. down the line. Wow, that's, that's crazy to say that. Yeah. It's been 25 years. I know. We were adults. <laughs> anyway. Um, good times that. Oh, indeed. Uh, thanks, thanks, yeah, Mark. Thanks, Mark. You know, I did it again, and whoops. <laughs> yeah, except his French spirits moment. Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, so, uh, who's got uh, our final uh, morsel this evening? Oh, I've got our morsel. Get I'll one be, teed up. Oh, I got, I got I, one teed I, up. I love how the way you present that. Oh, why? Well, God, no, gonna, I just like, I'm going to torture you just as badly as Mark. No, did. no, that's and I don't have like I'm not the sadist that you are. So it is not there's no like back issue. Ray Stevens bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to be pulling out right now. Well, um, well, do tell us. What is it? Yeah, we're going to we're going to listen to um, a track by an artist called uh, Charlie Bliss called Chat Room. something light was there a murder in that video <laughs> i think there might have been <laughs> i think we got to go back and watch there was I a lot of stuff i really enjoyed the storyline of that video yeah. i couldn't quite follow it well oh. the, you know that we see so many videos where there's no narrative whatsoever and this is like that song apparently is like kind of a metaphor for i don't know bad relationship that uh the lead singer had yeah, yeah i mean yeah, that I makes that. sense like yeah. you're the second coming you know like oh my god like she sees you as so cool, but I don't know, whatever. But in the end, I'm over it. Yeah. yeah you're not healing no one. I thought the video was extremely interesting. And I yeah. honestly, I'm such a sucker for pop songs like that. Like That is a like, pop song. It is a pop song. Like, I very much, it was not my favorite pop song, but there's a, there's some hooks in there. Yeah, man, and that's, that's fun listening. And um, I love shit like that. So they're an Austin band? Th- is that, that is a Brooklyn quartet. Oh, Brooklyn. Called Charlie Bliss. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. getting in, they're 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 getting a little sprinkles around. I keep hearing about them and um, and uh, and hearing that hook, like the I'm not gonna take you home. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a, I mean it's a fun listen and it's also and it's tied into like this like genetic 
also like Handmaid's Tale type culty thing. Yeah, there was right. something culty going on in that video. Like there's there's some kind of ceremony. Well, yeah, they well, appeared to be convulsing at some point. Like, yeah, anyway. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm not. I, I haven't totally unpacked the video in a way that is gonna last forever. But uh, but I did. But I do think that like that. That track, like I, I was like, oh, I listened to a few things, and I was like, oh, this is, this feels like it's, at least adjacent to my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, that that band, that dog, kind of came to mind. Oh like, sure, really? You know, Maybe just because bit. the way she looked could, a little bit. Could be. The I don't know. Voice a little. Bit. Like I don't, yeah. I don't listen to that band a ton, but shit, like, that chick could have been like fucking like the, the singer from that dog's like daughter. She could have been probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not I mean, that, not that I mean, daughter. I mean, she's not like you know. I don't know. I'd say like what twenty five. I don't know. Anyway, she easily could be. That is true. From yeah. that that well, band. music is collaborative, Shane. That daughter. <laughs> that daughter. I just, I just <laughs> got that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's true. Music is collaborative in many different ways. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so who's got uh who's got the next go round? What's the is Shane? Is that you? I think it is me. You got something picked out. I do have something. Elvira's greatest hits or something. No, and so this isn't going to. <sighs> okay, so this is possibly not going to please you, Ryan. I'm okay. pointing at Ryan. Um, but it's a, it's an album that I'm very familiar with, one or two songs off of, but have never listened to the whole thing through start to finish. It's not that long. It's only like 40 minutes. Um, and that's Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. Um, so like I, we don't do enough jazz records on this show. We don't, and that's because of standard. I don't no, want to hurt it's somebody's it's feelings. It's not hurting my feelings. It's, I mean, I'm just, I don't really get it. Sure. Okay. I don't, I don't hate jazz. I just don't understand it. Well, as as jazz goes, I'll be curious to see what your take is on yeah, that record I'll, in particular. I'll, like, I'll take an open mind into it. Okay. So yeah, so that's kind of blue. Ah, nice. Yeah, let's do that next time. Sounds um, great. Cool. I'm, I'm 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 glad to be back uh, recording with you guys. It's mm-hmm. We're happy to have it's you. It's been a been a bit of a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. anyway, we will talk fast and get more in. Thanks, Mark, for bringing the equipment this week. Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> glad we didn't have to phone. Shane, you weren't here again. for that, but we had to improvise. What yeah. happened? We did. Uh, we mimed all the last episode. Yeah. You mimed it. We didn't yeah. mime it. We did it's it over in the Morse intercom. Code. Yeah. Well, we'll you talk. You did it more over the intercom. It. Like the the conference. Uh, it was yeah. it was yeah. complicated. Very interesting. Well, I have not heard of this yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got to well, do what you got to do to. You know what? The show must go That's on. That's right. We're That's here right. for the art. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Kevin. I'm, I'm Ryan. I'm Mark. I'm Shane. This is somebody likes it.